How do you embrace failure as not the end of the road, but as a stepping stone to whatever's next in your life? I am very familiar with failure. I'll tell you a quick story. Um, in 2008, I was knee deep. I was probably waist deep or maybe chest deep into the real estate market. It was my whole deal and how we made money and how we made a living. And we didn't just lose everything we had. When I started back over at the, uh, the end of 2009 and 2010, we, were, we had lost everything we had. We had surmounted about $350,000 in credit card debts. And we had foreclosures that uh, just were, were too numerous to, 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 to number. How do, you, how do you get back from that? How do you take loss and turn it into something else? Turn it into the bridge. Turn it into the stepping stones. There's a few things I want to tell you about a few things that I learned from my loss, okay? Number one I learned is that seasons change. I learned that there are moments of opportunity in life that must be seized in the, in the lifetime of that, of that moment, in that opportunity. Because seasons change. We were coming out of 2005 when the real estate market was explosive. I could sell houses to tree stumps if I wanted to back in those days. And everything was perfect, right? And then the perfect storm dropped upon us and we lost everything we had. The season changed. And if you're not ready for the season to change, then you can't be a leader. Leaders not expect bad things, but leaders understand that what's good today is not always good tomorrow. What's up today is, could be down tomorrow. And we anticipate the change. Change is inevitable. It, it comes to all of us, no matter where you are, what you're doing in life, change comes. You have to be a leader that's ready for the shift. Because there were some people that got rich in 2008, 2009. They made truck tons of money. I just wasn't one of them because I wasn't in a position that I understood that seasons change. Here's another thing that I learned during my loss. I learned that getting through to the next season is about continuous pressure and not one big strong hit. You must keep swinging. When you lose everything, when you go through loss, when you go through trauma, when you've been through what you think and you thought you could never walk through, you have to learn that stamina and persistence is what makes great people. It's what makes you what you thought you could never be. You have to be in the position to where you begin to realize that if I'm going to lead, I have to get up tomorrow, even though I don't feel like it, even though I've lost everything, I've got to be able to get up and put some pressure on my next season because my last season has passed. Here's another thing I learned from losing. I learned that money is easy to come by. Therefore, it is easily squandered. Here it is. You must be alert and attentive to the space for which you have been entrusted. Here's what happened to me during my season of loss. I was trying to do things. Now, stay with me on this because this is vital to your success. I was trying to do things that I hadn't prepared for. I was trying to outlive my season and step over a grade or a level or an, a measure. I was trying to do things that were bigger than me, that were outside of my scope. And I forgot about the space that I had been entrusted with. So you say, well, hey, Darren, what do you mean? Are you saying that we shouldn't stretch ourselves? It's not what I'm saying at all. 
I'm saying that you have to have people around you so that you can trust the voices around you and the voice inside of your head is not the loudest voice. And when you see a shiny object, you don't run to the shiny object and lose and leave the thing that you've already built. You have to be able to stretch yourself. I agree. But you also can't leave the garden that you've already planted because when you leave the garden that you've already planted, the weeds are going to grow inevitably. Right. So what I did was I reached past the level that I had earned and tried to grab a hold of something that I hadn't yet earned. And I lost everything I had. Here's another thing that I learned. I learned that some people will smile at you at the good times and walk away from you when the seasons turn. So here's the principle. It's not what's being said, but it's who's saying it that makes the difference. When you're at the top of the mountain and everything is cool, everybody has praise for you. You have to learn that not everybody's voice matters in your future. And you've got to figure out the voices that you're going to listen to. One fellow, Stephen Furtick, said, it's not what we go through that makes us who we are. It's who we choose to listen to that makes us who we are. It's a very prominent sound. I love that message because you have to figure out who are going to be the voices for you in the middle of your crisis. And if you've never been through a crisis, I can guarantee you that you're going to go through a crisis in life. And if that crisis, if you don't know what sound, what voices that you're going to listen to and adhere to, because in crisis, everything is crazy inside your own head, inside your own heart. And you have to be in a place where you can go, well, there's a sound, there's a voice that I know I can trust and I will follow that sound. Here's what Jesus said. My sheep know my voice. Here's what he was saying. When the rains come and the storms come, you have to be assured of the voice that you're going to follow. Because when the crisis hits your life, you've got to learn that not everybody's voice counts. And it's not just what's sounding off around me. It's who's sounding off around me. And that determines which direction I'm going to go. Here's something else I learned. I learned that life has a way of bringing an end to things, whether you like it or whether you don't like it. It turns things that whether you want to improve them or not. Now, here's the principle. Sometimes, listen now, sometimes you have to have faith enough to let something die. Yep. You've got to have faith enough to let it die die. One of my biggest issues when I was going through the crisis was I refused to let things die. I was trying to hold on to this and hold on to that. And when you're holding on to both sides, you get stretched out of proportion and you can't focus. And success is based on what you choose to focus on. And you've got to have faith enough sometimes to let people go. You have to have faith enough to let circumstances go. I remember the day when I had to allow myself to let the rentals go, just let the bank have them. That's all the money I have. I can't borrow anymore. I had to have faith to let it die. If you're going to be a dynamic life leader, you've got to know the difference of a season changing and a life ending. So in the middle of a crisis, you, you have to have people around you that you trust enough that you can listen to the sound of their voice and you can go, well, is this supposed to die or I'm supposed to pick it up and pull it with me into my future? 
And in the middle of a crisis, it's too hard to fathom the sounds that are going off in your head of what do I let die and what do I resurrect? You've got to bring your faith to the game in the middle of crisis, in the middle of losing and learn to have faith enough to let something die. I could go on for that for hours. Here's another life lesson I learned. I learned that big thing, the big, the big things that are frightening me today are small speed bumps in the whole design of my life. I learned in crisis that I'm not finished yet. I learned through losing that no matter what the outside looks like, no matter what the circumstances may be, I am not finished just yet. I get to decide if this is the end of the road for me. I get to decide, do I stop here or do I keep on going? No one else externally gets to decide that for me. That's my choice. And God has empowered me to choose that. Here's what, here's what the Bible says. I lay before you today life and death. By the by, choose life. That's, that's the choice God gives us. So no matter what you're going through in life today, I don't care what you've been through, what hill you've climbed, where you've failed, where you've fallen, whatever that looks like, losing, losing can be your bridge to the best self that you have ever been. Losing in crisis can be the, the awakening that causes you to awaken the, awaken the special you that the world is longing to see and to hear from. Losing everything that I had in 2008 was the best thing that ever happened to me. I look at my life right now and I would have never become this person on this stage talking to this camera if I hadn't gone through that. Now I can look back because the old country song said hindsight's 2020. So I can look back and go, that was the best thing that ever happened to me. If it wasn't for losing, I wouldn't be daring today. If it wasn't for losing, I wouldn't be the leader I am today. I wouldn't have people that call me all over the country asking me about this or that or the other. I wouldn't be the expert that I am today if I hadn't have gone through that. So the mountains that you think you're facing today, the things that seem so magnanimous to you that you just don't know how to get past, tomorrow they will be your speed bumps. And you will look back and go, if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't become the person that I am today. That's the stuff that I've learned from losing. I've learned to learn from my failures, learn to learn from my slip ups, learn to learn from my fall downs and not stay in the fall. That's what I've learned. My question to you is, how have you learned from your failures? How have you learned from the things that seemingly have pushed you down? Have you learned to surround yourself with great people? Have you learned to surround yourself with good things? What are you doing for your tomorrow of continuous pressure that leads to your dynamic success? 